Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, it's Kirsty. I just wanted to pop in here and just make a massive apology on behalf of Amy and I. We had a contact form set up on our website and unfortunately it actually wasn't set up properly. So if you have been trying to contact us for the last year, um, we really, really apologize. If you've sent us an email before and you've wondered why we've never responded, chances are we never got your email. So we would love it if you have contacted us to please contact us again, whether it be for just giving us feedback or encouragement, or if you wanted us to come and help you in your home, then please contact us. Um, we would love to be able to help you and serve you in that way. So hop on our website, theartofdecluttering.com.au, send us an email via any of the contact forms on that, or you can always email us at hello at theartofdecluttering.com.au. We, again, we sincerely and humbly apologize for not receiving your emails before now. Have a great day. Welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. I'm your host, Kirsty Frugia. And I'm your other host, Amy Ravel. It is so lovely to be in your ears on a Monday morning, if that's when you're listening to us, or maybe you're on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. We're here. <laughs> No matter when you listen to us, and today we have a third mic. We know you guys love it when we interview special people. Kirst, I'm going to let you introduce our guest today because she is a client and friend of yours. Yes, we have my beautiful client and friend, Lois North, here with us. So, Lois, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, your work? Just introduce us to you, please. Sure. Well, thank you so much for allowing me to join you on your podcast. Um, I'm married and I've been married for 31 years now and I have four kids ranging from 17 to 23 and I've lived in Australia for 26 years. I'm guessing you can hear an accent. Um, I'm from America originally, but I have, goodness, I've lived in Australia now for half of, the, of my life. It's amazing. I've been here um, 
yeah, it's crazy how long. I, I can't even remember what's American and what's Australian now. I've been here for so long. Um, but I've homeschooled my kids all the way through their homeschool years. And I ran a homeschool group in my home for nine years where we had 60 kids come every Monday. And we did art and science and drama and debate and just had a jolly good time in my home. And um, right now, I'm currently running a cleaning business with a couple of other ladies. Lois, how did you first hear about the art of decluttering? It sounds like you've been a very busy mama. How did you make time to listen to podcasts? Um, Well, yeah, I am just now coming out of uh, being incredibly busy. I think no matter how old your kids get, you are busy. Different stages of life keep you busy with your kids. But um, as my kids got older and I stopped homeschooling, I... um, I was entering a different stage of life, but each year I choose a word or a phrase and that word or phrase kind of guides the direction of my life for that year. And this year I chose the year to clear and respect were my two words. So as I do, I just jump right in with my words and I started listening to organize organization podcasts. And so as I was listening to those organization podcasts, I would go, like an example, I would pull out my kitchen drawer and I'd pull everything out and then I'd try to organize it. And I would have so much stuff left over that I would get so stressed that I would just rake it all back in, close the drawer and walk away. It was just stressed. It wasn't working. And it took me a while to realize I don't need organization podcasts. I need decluttering podcasts. I can't get myself organized yet. I've got too much stuff. So I kept trying to fit all my stuff into areas. It just, it just wasn't working. So I started getting on and Googling for decluttering podcasts. And as I was listening to this one podcast from America, their special guests for the day were these two Australian ladies. And so as I'm listening, you ladies start talking and I'm really, really resonating with everything that you're saying. And Kirsty says that she's in the Sydney area and I'm listening and I'm really like, oh, these girls, I really like what they're saying. I love their, just the way they think. I love that it's not just about decluttering. I think they they take it to the next level. And I love that because it's so much more about decluttering as you go on. So I looked up where Kirstie lived and she literally lives around the corner from me. So Mm -hmm. as soon as the podcast was over, I looked up her phone number and I gave her a call and we set up some sessions. You're an action taker, aren't you? I really am. Love that, Lois. <laughs> well, as evidenced by how much she's prepared for today's podcast. <laughs> she's amazing. And how and it's really funny actually because after we started working together, we realized that we have a whole lot of friends in common. Um, so. We really do. I, and I said, I'm so amazed that we haven't, our paths have not crossed mm-hmm. earlier, but I think it wasn't time for us to meet yet, Kirsty. No. It was just the right timing when we did meet. So Perfect. <laughs> so you got on the phone and you said, Kirsty, this is my year to clear. I really want your help. Can you come over and help me? How did you feel 
when I rocked up at the door? How are you feeling before I rocked up at the door? Yeah, look, I was really excited about it. I was excited. I was nervous. And when you would walk into my house, you would, and then I remember you said you start where you first step, where you look down, that's where you start decluttering. And my house doesn't look like it needs to be decluttered because um, I like a tidy house. I, I function better in a tidy house, but I am the queen of hiding my clutter. Really good at it. Yes, you so, are. So, uh, <laughs> not necessarily a- the queen. Can, can we get an amen to that? <laughs> yeah, amen. <laughs> it, it's so true. So, um, it just started that with homeschooling as I kept homeschooling and the group that I had, I just, I got a lot of stuff. So, but what was happening was when I needed something that I actually needed, I had to pull so much stuff out of my cupboards that it got to where I was like, forget it. I'm not, I'm not even going to use that platter that I want to get to because I have to take this, this, and this and out. And then I've got to put it all over here and then I'm going to have to put it away. So forget it. I'm just going to go buy something or I'm just going to get a plastic container and I'm going to use that, which either I didn't throw away, which added to my clutter or, you know, you know, it's just this cycle that kept, kept going. And so, um, I was really looking forward to Kirsty to you coming in and helping me get started because I clearly had no idea what to do. My, my idea was to hide it behind a door. <laughs> That's not uncommon, Lois. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people think I've got a problem with stuff. If I can just fit it all in cupboards, I won't have a problem anymore. But as you discovered, you still have a problem because you've got the stuff <sighs> still. Absolutely. You just get so much stuff that you you don't know what to do with that stuff. And, and it just becomes where I just don't even want to deal with this stuff. And then you're not, the stuff isn't benefiting you. And that's, that's the point that I had gotten to is just, I don't know what to do with all this stuff. So I wanted to deal with it. So my question then is what did you do with all the stuff? Well, Kirsty was my answer to all that stuff. So um, I have to say, working with Kirsty was fantastic until it wasn't. And it was never Kirsty. She was always <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> she was amazing. Every aspect of, of who Kirsty is as a person is brilliant. She's so encouraging. She's so she's strong when she needs to be, but she's never rude. She's never anything but encouragement. She really is awesome in this whole journey. But for me, because I'm an action taker and when I decide that I'm going to do something, I get in there and do it. And what I was surprised about decluttering, and I don't know if, if other people have had this experience is it's easy to get rid of that initial stuff, right? It's easy, you know, but what really gets challenging is dealing with the emotions with some of the stuff that when Kirsty was talking to me mm-hmm. and, and challenging me in a really good way, but challenging me about, do you really need that? You know, uh, because she was always very encouraging. I'm here just to help you with your vision for your home. I want you to keep that vision right in front of you is what are you wanting to, uh, accomplish with me here what is your vision and so I kept keeping that in the forefront of my mind that's right she's here to help me I I have to deal with this stuff and so I was really 
I was gobsmacked at the feelings that I had of frustration, even of, um, it's really hard to, to put, find the right word of it. When I was having to deal with some of this stuff that I needed to get rid of, but I didn't want to, I would say sometimes I might even had a little mini fit with Kirsty, of just um, <laughs> dealing with it. But, you know, she was so good and so gentle with it um, because I wanted to stay true to my vision and Kirsty was there to help me stay true to my vision. So, uh, overall, it was just, it was such a fantastic experience. I would make up excuses as to why she would keep it. And Kirstie just smiled, nodded her head. <laughs> she never told me I had to get rid of anything. And that's what I really appreciate it so much. But on the other side, and I'm, I'm not done yet. I still need to have Kirstie come and help me work some more. There's, there's cupboards I haven't even let her in yet. <laughs> and I found excuses as to why she can't get into those cupboards. But it's so much easier for me to stay organized. And that's the thing I really want to stress to the people listening, to the, to the ladies and gentlemen listening. When you don't have so much stuff in your life to deal with, it's so much easier to just be, to just go about your daily business without having to think about, oh, I can't do this, I can't do that because I have to deal with that. It's just dealt with. You just get in there, you deal with it, you can stay organized. I'm so grateful for the journey that I've started. I still have a few hot spots that I have to uh, work on because I have four kids and a husband. And unfortunately, they live in my house. It's not unfortunate that they live with me. <laughs> Send them out to the shed, Lois. <laughs> they, you know, we spend all our time getting things organized and they, um, it's really I can funny. see you looking in your pantry right now. <laughs> I am looking. That is one of my main hot spots is my pantry. Kirsty worked so hard helping me get my pantry organized. And it's just a work of art, I have to tell you. I'm so pleased with how it turned out. But my family really struggled with it because we moved things Um and it makes sense now, but they still want to put things back to where it used to go. And so I just keep having to go, no, guys, look and see, this is where it goes and this is why it goes there. So that is an area. And another area that they struggle with is I got rid of so many pots and pans. I don't know how many people, I mean, you can only cook with so many pots and pans, but I got mm -hmm. down to where we actually have to wash the dishes before we, can, you know, we can't just keep pulling them out. We can't just keep pulling them out, you know? And so my kids are like, you got rid of too many pots, mom. You know, I'm like, then I know I've done the right thing. When I get that reaction, I've done the right thing. So it just fits brilliantly. It, it's just every cupboard is so organized. It's so easy to put things away. That makes me not begrudge having to clean my kitchen, having to do all these different things because I am, I was having to battle putting things away. And I think that is what so many of us don't realize. That's, that's what's causing us stress is because we're having to battle with, with actually putting the things in and there, but now it's just, it's a dream. I just open the cupboard. It lives right there. Kirsty found a place for everything to live and it stays, it's staying there. You know, the hotspot, my laundry room, my garage, which Kirsty can really tell you lots of stories <laughs> about my garage. <laughs> That's still a work in progress, but overall it's really worked well because Kirsty, it just helps you, she helps you think through it. It's not, that's the thing I like about you guys so much is it's not just 
getting rid of things. It encompasses so much. It encompasses your thinking, how you live. It's like your motto, head, heart, home. It's just everything. And it really helps you live better as you declutter. So can I bring up something and feel free to say no, you don't want to talk about it. But I clearly remember a day that I came into your house um, to work with you and you had had a challenging weekend dealing with one of the people in your home and their attitude to clutter. And so you were like, right, let's go to town on their stuff. And I was like, <laughs> no, 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 yeah. let us deal with your stuff first. And you're like, no, no, let's go to town on their stuff. And I was like, okay, let's just sit and have a chat about this for a little bit and let's see how much uh, more respect um, and right. more authority you have to speak into that person's life when you finish dealing with your stuff. Because at the moment we're in the garage and you're whinging about other people's stuff in the garage, but I can see a whole lot of stuff that is still yours. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Very valuable stuff, Christy. Very valuable <laughs> stuff that's mine in the garage. Um, how did you respond? Tell us how you responded to that. Uh, well, look, you know what? I, I was mad. I mean, if, if I'm going to be honest, I was yeah. really mad because I absolutely wanted to get rid of some of that stuff because I was seeing that we didn't need half of it. We could get rid of so much of it. But the thing that helped me back off my whatever high horse or whatever I was on, because I was just fighting mad and I was just like ready to charge in there like a bull and deal with it, um, was you kept telling me if we deal with your stuff first, then no one can see you as a hypocrite. And, and again, that's the thing I appreciated so much was you just kept, can be so confronting dealing with your stuff, but it's done in such a respectful way. And that was one of my words. And I just, I feel like you're such a great fit for me in so many ways. I just, I'm a big fan of Kirsty. I have to say that. <laughs> She's um, all right. I'm a big fan of you, clearly. <laughs> well, it just, just your approach to helping me calm down. I mean, it's not like I was like on the ground kicking and screaming. Maybe inside I was. But it was just that we have to deal with your stuff first. And then perhaps we can turn and deal with that stuff later. But before we do that, let's just let me draw your attention <laughs> to all that stuff. And so I think I begrudgingly did it, but it turned out to be an amazing declutter session. It really did. It, we, we got so much accomplished. And I have to say that a few things have been brought in. <laughs> to take the space up that we decluttered, but that's okay. A garage is a garage, but I know that when we get back in there, because we are, and we're going to get it more organized and we're just going to keep, even if my stuff gulp, I'm willing to take another crack at it. What else can we get rid of? And I think that's the thing that I, if I could say to the listeners is that, I encourage you 
it's not a one-off session with these ladies. It's really not. It's such a process of, for you, as much as, as them helping you get into your house. But when you start going through it, or at least for me, it was, I would think about what Kirsty had said to me. And sometimes I'm a little, a little angry and not angry, but frustrated about it. But then I would start to go, you know, she's absolutely right. Cause she, she kept telling me things like, you don't have to keep the things to have the memories because that's what I was getting really caught up with. There's so much emotional clutter too, because you, you're so tied up with the feeling of what that, that possession represents. Like with my mom, my mom died several years ago and I have a lot of her things. And so I was looking at that going, I can't get rid of that. That was my mom's. So it's, you're not using it. It, it's not, it's in the cupboard and you have not pulled it out of that cupboard for five years. This is me to myself afterwards going, it's okay to let it go. Mm. And so, you know, Kirsty just kept helping me realize that that thing is not tied to anything. You can get rid of it. You can move it on. And so that's why to me, it's so important to have these ladies keep coming back to help you because there's layers of decluttering and I am so committed to this journey of getting this, what I want for my vision that um, Kirsty's got a lot more work to do with me and we're getting close. We really are, but it's so freeing. It is so freeing to get rid of stuff. And that's the one thing I can say to you guys, if you're thinking about calling these ladies, just do it. They will really help change your life. They are life changers. You are very generous and I like too that you've acknowledged that there's a lot there's a lot of work that you're doing. It's not like Kirsty gets to come in and do it for you. There's a lot of work, as you just described with your mum stuff, that started in your head, so starting to rationalise and think about it and question, which then moved to your heart, which is I'm never going to forget my mum. I love my mum so dearly. And then it moves to your home, which is I don't necessarily need to keep this anymore. And so you had that head, heart, home process so beautifully that then gave you freedom. Absolutely. And I, I knew, I mean, I knew that was, you know, a thing, but it just really helps having someone on the outside, someone that's not attached to your things to come in and just kind of help you see it a little bit more clearly and, and you guys are gentle, you're not pushing, you know, you're not trying to push your agenda on anybody. And that's the thing I like about it. You really talk to us. What do we want to do? What is our vision? What do I want? And then you just work with us and, and, and just, you're just right along with me. Like Kirsty worked hard in my house. I really, she, she really helped me so much. So she was in there helping with the work. And sometimes I think she could see that I was like, I'm so done. I can't do any more of this. So she would go here, have a look at this. What do you want to do with it? So she kept, she's like my cheerleader, keep going, keep going, have a look at this. What are we going to do with it? And so I so appreciated that because if it was just me, I would have been like, shut the cupboard. I'm done. Can't do anymore, you know? And so that's why it's so important to get, get someone in to help you do it. So what has been the flow on effects um, in other areas of your life? Um, and if you're comfortable talking about that. <laughs> sure, sure. I did, I did think about that. I, I even asked a friend 
uh, just to make sure that I was coming at it at the right angle of what am, am I understanding the question correctly? I think there are so many, so many flow on effects. Um, the first obvious thing was for me was it's easier for people just to drop over and me not to be mortified to let them come into my house. I can just say, sure, come on in. You know, there might be a few things here or there, but there's not like me embarrassed because I couldn't quite find a place to put all that junk that I've been trying to find a place for the last month. Um, it's easier. I used to have my kids, my poor darling kids. If you're going to bring anybody over, you better give me a day's notice. All right. Because <laughs> they're not coming into this house, you know, that sort of thing. They don't have to do that anymore. It also has helped me think about the purchases I make because I now start thinking of like, hmm, I really, really like that, but do I need it? Do I have a, where's it going to live? And does it fit in with the vision of what I want for my house? So it really has changed my way of thinking about stuff. And I am so grateful for that. And that is really, that to me has been life changing in I'm not doing my, um, not even thinking about purchasing. I just, I don't do that instant purchasing. I really have to stop and think about it. And I've made a point to where I'm not buying it straight away. I'll take a picture of it. I'll come home. I'll look around and see, does it fit? And can I get rid of something? If I'm going to bring that in, I should probably get rid of something. So that has been a huge, huge thing for me. Um, and another thing is, I feel like I can think better in my house now because I really do like a tidy house. Um, and I think a lot of people would think better. And, and that just means a clarity of thought if your area is peaceful. And I don't think a lot of people put that connection together that so much stuff and clutter can cause stress in our lives. And when we take the time to declutter and get rid of it, peace flows. And so that is one thing that I am so grateful for is I have a peaceful environment now. And that is huge. That is worth everything that we've gone through, all the emotions I've gone through with this, because I, I love having a peaceful environment in my home. Ugh, that's like a, a full truth bomb right there. If you need to like go back in your podcast app and go back a minute and a half and just re-listen to all that, we encourage you to do so. If you live in the hills or the North Shore or Sydney Central, what are some of the other areas in Sydney, Kirst? The Shire, the Inner West, Northern Beaches. So I only found out recently from Kirst that you Sydney siders have like zones and areas that you like identify yourselves by. So if you live in any one of those and you need some professional organising services to help in your home, you need to get Kirsty in because she's freaking amazing. So if you want to have Kirsty in to help you declutter, email us at hello at theartofdecluttering.com.au and we're going to put you in touch. I would so love that. I would love, love, love to meet more and more listeners and to be able to help you hands on and get the most out of your house and make you able to live in freedom and grace and joy in your home so call me contact us however find me i'll find you. i can't find you <laughs> so send us that email or dm us on insta or private messages on facebook but kirst is like there she's ready sydney siders she's ready to come and transform your home with you 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia movement that inspires call 800-334-KIA for details always drive safely sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only quantities are limited must take delivery by 7824 all right let's get back to the show i absolutely love that you um can like i just love the way that you describe that and i think that it's so true that people are feeling like if they just close cupboard doors, if they just try to ignore the junk room, if they just um, just ignore it, they won't. It it won't have any effect on them. Um, and yet we all know how um, even if we're not consciously thinking about something, it can interact with our bodies and our minds, and that it can. Um, I've just been thinking a lot lately about just how our subconscious mind works um, and how much it actually impacts our conscious mind and our bodies. Like, you know, if you go to the doctor sometimes or if you go to a, a chiro or a physio or osteo, they'll like they it can be like they'll go, okay, so your arm's sore, but actually what about your foot? Or I can see that you're limping mm-hmm. a certain way and it's actually nothing to do with your arm but it's just manifesting in your arm and I think that that um, can be a metaphor for the clutter in our home (laughs) um, can actually manifest itself in other parts of our bodies and other parts of our minds and we can you know be snappy at the kids but actually to do with not dealing with the clutter. Um, I I absolutely agree that I I can I've experienced it. I'm, I'm living it. I really believe that it, it, there's truth in it and, and moving stuff out of your home just releases you so much. So, and it's made me realize Kirsty, that <laughs> I might be ready for you to come into my bedroom. That's huge. Isn't it? it is. Because it, it has is. been off limits to her for so long and another room that has been off limits it's not even a room but it's the cupboard underneath my stairs and I feel it's the best excuse ever that I've made I've come up with and I still stand by it until she's gonna have to work hard to build this you know get this wall down of my excuse of it's where I keep all my Christmas stuff and scrapbooking I used to teach scrapbooking so I've got so much stuff in underneath it but it's not christmas <laughs> so how could i possibly go through all my christmas stuff so i know that she will <laughs> yes she will <laughs> I, she will she'll get me there eventually so and she's never it's never pushy it's, she's just so gentle and kind and patient so lois just um, quietly i'm pretty sure you got yourself there yeah <laughs> But through patience, 
it yeah. has been like, and I think that that's um, like, that is the case that we started working on stuff that you found easy. And then as you built up your decluttering muscle and as you did the emotional intelligence work that you've had to do throughout this process, you're now strong enough to deal with your bedroom and you're now strong enough to deal with under the stairs because you have done all of that um, I want to say hard work because it, it's felt hard for you, but mm. it, it's um, that real emotional and um, that deep work. It's actually the deep work not, and, and it can be hard. I'm not, yeah. just, not trying to deny that it's hard, um, but it's the deep work that you've done that has got you to a place that you might be ready for me to come upstairs and Absolutely. into your bedroom. Because, you know, bedrooms are so personal, aren't yeah. they? They're really, yeah. you know, and so it's like another layer of me that I'm going to reveal to Kirsty. And I think that um, everyone needs to know that you guys are trustworthy. You really are. You're not here to judge. There's, I've never once felt judged about any of my stuff. Um, and, and that's a thing we need to realize is that even if we do feel judged, oh, well, get over it. They're here to help us, you know, and, and, but that's not how it is. I've never, ever felt judged. And so it's for me, it's just like, I'm go, I am willing to be even more vulnerable now. I need to let, and it's not like my bed, my bedroom is not like this crazy junky room. It's, it's, it's quite tidy now. But again, remember I said, I'm that queen of <laughs> when we open that closet door and pull open that drawer, you know, that, that's the stuff that, um, and again, so many mementos from my childhood and from my mom and all that sort of stuff. That is probably the biggest junk. And I, it's, it is, it's junk. I have to call it for what it is because I'm not using it. It's not serving me at all. And so I just need to deal with it and come to terms with it and move it on. So yeah. just to qualify for everybody listening, we haven't got rid of all of your mom's things. We're keeping, we're keeping what you, what re you really treasure. And I'm encouraging you to tell those stories to your kids. So oh, that, absolutely. And cause you know, my mom was a great collector of antiques and we have the most beautiful antique furniture through my home that I've kept of my mom's, but she also, my mom liked to call it a pack rat. That sounds much better than a hoarder, doesn't it? And so, because she goes back to where they grew up in the Great Depression with her, you know, and so you kept everything, right? Everything. So there's just that, it's still, I grew up with that mindset. I grew up, you kept everything, you didn't get rid of anything. And so uh, I'm just trying to release. Uh, and I don't want my kids to have to deal with everything because I'm refusing to deal with it. I just absolutely do not want to pass that on to them. I think that's so important to... Um, not put the weight of that on my kids. So, and you know what, what <laughs> a funny story, I'll show them something that I think is so precious. I'm like, look what I've saved for you guys. Isn't this beautiful? They're like, I don't want it. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> what? So, you know, I have to listen to them and go, okay, did you hear their words? They don't want it. Get rid of it. So, and that's, you know, that's another process that I'm dealing with too. My kids don't kids want can it. be so brutal, can't they're they? So, oh, and they're not little. They're no. like 
17 to 23, they know their minds right now. It's not like, you know, oh, they don't know what they're talking about. Little babies, I'll save it because they don't know. No, they know. They don't want it. So, And again, it's teaching them that their precious memories that you've created with that, with them throughout their lives and will continue to create with them is what they can hold on to. And yeah. they don't need something that they don't find beautiful or useful. They don't need that. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. When you're no longer here, they're not Absolutely. probably not going to like regret letting you let go of something that mm. they didn't find beautiful and useful because they'll still have plenty of beautiful and useful things when you're gone to make decisions on. And they've got the most amazing mum that has given them so many amazing memories to that they can that's what they can hold on to and thank you. I hope so. When you go in very, 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 very long time. Super away. long time. Many, many <laughs> years from now. Yes. <laughs> Well, I would love to hear, you mentioned before that now, so you've stopped homeschooling mm-hmm. and now you're running a cleaning company with some, and you've got some friends helping you with that or working right. for you. Mm-hmm. Tell us the difference you see as a cleaner when you go into a home that has lots of things on the surfaces, lots of things on the floor, like a, a typically cluttered home that people might yeah. picture in their minds versus a home that is tidy. So it doesn't necessarily, it's not necessarily clean yet because that's what you're there for. But it's a tidier home. What's the difference? Yeah, absolutely. Um, The first thing that comes to mind is the cost of my services. And people are like, what? Because when I look around and they can say, but my house has only got three bedrooms and it only has this, that, and that's that. But when I look around and I see all the clutter, if I see a lot of stuff, because when I dust or when I sweep or when I mop, I'm... I have to move all that stuff because a thorough clean, a dust doesn't mean to dust around it. You've got to pick the stuff up to actually clean it. You've got to move it. So when you've got a pile of stuff on your floor, I have to move that. And I have to then move it again if it's a hardwood floor. It's got to be moved twice to, to sweep and then to mop. And that takes time. And so all of that adds up and it ends up costing, that clutter is costing you so much more money. So what I tell people is if you're thinking, oh, I feel like I need a cleaner, that, that's my solution, that's my problem, I need to get someone to help me clean because I just can't get on top of it, I feel like you need to step back and go, no, I need to get a declutterer in first. So get your home decluttered. You can still get a cleaner in. Like I, I clean clutter homes, but it takes me so much longer and it doesn't feel as clean as when I clean a decluttered tidy home there's such a difference in the feeling of when we leave it feels clean it just looks it just looks so much nicer than when there's a decluttered home because it's not as rewarding and I and I don't mean that in a negative way it's just I've I've just had to move so much stuff and I don't mind piling all your stuff into because it's not my stuff I don't get caught up in it I can try to organize it for you and move it a little bit but it just it's not going to give you the rewards that you want when you come home. But if you got a declutterer in and helps you get rid of some of that stuff, then I think that you would find that you might even be able to clean it yourself. So that is probably the biggest thing um, I would say to people is cleaning a decluttered home is um, more costly. It's much more time consuming and doesn't give you the ultimate reward of what you're looking for. 
one of the things we've often heard from clients is pre having us in to work with them, they would spend, you know, hours the night before the cleaner would come trying to tidy up for the cleaner. And so then they're spending, say, three hours doing that and then they're paying the cleaner to clean, whereas once they're decluttered, they're like, the cleaner just comes in. I actually Absolutely. don't have to spend hours and hours making sure that the house is cleaner ready. And you know what I found sometimes, um, Amy, is that sometimes surfaces are so cluttered that I can't even clean them. I just, I can't because I would spend all of my time in that one area that I couldn't even get to the rest of the house. So it's just like they're on this, this, this what, like, you know, this little wheel that the, the gerbil runs on or whatever. It's just this vicious cycle that you're in over and over and over. And it's time to get off, call you guys, get, take care of that clutter first. And then you will just find that you don't have to spend those hours uh, getting ready for the cleaner to come. You shouldn't have to clean before the cleaner comes. So, and so many people do, I hear it all the time. Yeah. So, yeah. And we both have cleaners and it takes, like we don't do anything for the cleaners to make no. into our house, like at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And other we than both I said, my kids big houses. Sure that your floors are clean. Yeah. Like how many bedrooms mm. have you got, Kirst? Five. So we've got four bedrooms plus a study. Um, and we've only got one living area, but the cleaners are here for one hour a fortnight. Mm. Like that's a pretty big house to clean, but they don't have to be moving anything. They just clean it, they're done, yep. they're out. There's probably three of them that come, is there? Two. Two, right. Yep. yep. They work hard. Yeah, and I miss them work. in COVID. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> do I miss them in COVID? <laughs> <laughs> Whereas our house is um, like 31 squares, so it's a very big house. And we have a cleaner come in every week for, and she comes in by herself for an hour and a half and she gets everything brilliant. Like, yeah, that's right. And when you're not fighting stuff, you can get so much more achieved. You mm -hmm. really can. And I've started having to bid higher on some homes because of the clutter. Yeah. And it's just, it's a fact. Yeah. Can't get yeah. around it. So don't be surprised if you get a cleaner in and your bid is higher than you thought if you have a cluttered home because their time is valuable and they have to work around your stuff. It's just a fact of life. Yeah. So moving on to your homeschooling life. Yes. Um, what has been, I know, the answer to this. Yes, let let our listeners um in on what has been challenging to you as you've decluttered um, yes. around homeschooling and what advice would you give to other yes. homeschooling parents? Well, my biggest challenge is what my irrational thinking about things, right? Now, overwhelming <laughs> number of books and supplies that I have. I mean, I could, I just think about, I've got like five bookshelves and my bookshelves are full of books, ladies. I don't have any decorations on my books. And some of my books still are two levels of books. So I've got so many books and Kirsty has probably helped me get rid of an entire bookshelf. But the biggest challenge for me was that I kept them all. I, through the years, I just kept clinging onto them and clinging onto them thinking, well, I didn't really like this one, but you know, my younger child might like it. So I'm going to hang on to it. But that 
I was lying to myself. If I didn't like it for this child, why would I want to force it upon another child? Right. I should have just got rid of it. It's it, yeah. And that's another thing that Kirsty helped me with is yes, you did spend money on it, but so what? It didn't work. It's not working for you. It didn't help my child. Then I should have gotten rid of it. So that was, that's something that I encourage to, for other homeschoolers was so much curriculum out there. You really have to, if it doesn't work for you, get rid of it. Don't hang on to it. Put it, there's so many marketplaces on Facebook that you can sell things onto. There's so many other homeschoolers. If you want, move it on, try to get rid of it. Don't try to use it again because you won't. If you don't like it, you're not going to use it. Um, I wish I would have thought about more what I actually needed rather than just buying a bunch of stuff and see if it was going to work. I really encourage other homeschoolers to think through your curriculum, think through, look at your children, what are their needs, what are their likes. Every child is so different. And when you homeschool, you have that opportunity to really evaluate each child. What are their needs? What are their likes? What are their passions? And pursue those passions. And you can, you can get the type of curriculum that is going to help that child. So don't just um, buy whatever. So it's going to save you so much money and time if you really think before you buy. And I wish I'd had someone in my life to tell me that because I just bought and I had so much stuff. So that's probably the two main things I would say is just think a little bit before you buy. Don't pre-buy as you go. And when you don't want to, if you don't use it with one child, your chances are you're not going to use it with any of your kids. So move it along, get rid of it. What I'm currently struggling with is what if I want it with my grandkids? <laughs> <laughs> which presumably is a long way to a decade away till they're at school age. I know. At least. <laughs> Listen, I sit here and I go, oh, it's so ridiculous. And so that's why I know that's why I'm like talking about levels <laughs> with decluttering. Yes. This is so true. Cause you just kind of start and you think about, I think that might've been a bit silly. So I need to get her back in, I need to get Kirsty back in and we need to tackle those books again because I feel ready to let go of a whole bunch more. So some of my classic books, because if anybody's a book lover, you know, you just can't get rid of some of them, but there's probably half a bookshelf at least that Kirsty will help me get rid of probably more. And she was so good the way she did it. Cause I was like, hiding my bookshelves, like holding them going, no, no, I cannot get rid of any books. And so Kirstie would go, well, let's just try to get rid of two books on each shelf. And I was like, okay. So the way she kept doing that and she kept doing that, and we ended up getting rid of, no joke, over my sessions with her, we got rid of a whole bookshelf because she was just so gentle and so kind with me and asking me these questions that made me think. <laughs> made me mad. She does that to me too sometimes, Liz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to think. Fine. You're right. I don't need it, you know? And so, but it just, she never, she always led me to that decision. I was never forced into the decision. I was always led there by very thought provoking questions. And that's something I appreciate about you, Kirsty. You have such a way about you that really helps people 
make up their own mind, but you really push them in the direction that they need to go in, in this decluttering process. So you're just so well suited for this job. You're just so good at it. Yes, you can replay that snippet for yourself anytime you have a wobble. (laughs) I'll be rewinding. Please (laughs) rewind, play. (laughs) And Lois, this is all on the record. So when you stand in front of your bookshelves next time, arms outstretched, Kess will just That's be right. like, let me play you an episode from our That's podcast exactly that I think right. would be helpful for you. <laughs> you said. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's what I have absolutely really loved and appreciated about you, Lois, is your, your brutal honesty as well. And your, as I said before, your emotional intelligence to like, you know, one session you'll be like, no, Kirsty, we're not doing that. No, um, I, you know, no, 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 no. And then by the next time I come, you're like, actually, and you're so humble, like, and you're so, um, you're just so, you're one of my most emotionally intelligent clients. Like you're so aware of your own thoughts and patterns and behavior, and you're so open to change and you're so willing to be humble, um, in front of me and vulnerable in front of me as well. Like to go, actually, actually, Kirsty, I think I might be ready to do whatever you asked me last session. Um, and so thank you for, for being you. You're amazing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I might rewind that bit and play that to my family so they could hear. <laughs> Is this going to be I'll our most listened to episode yeah. ever? Just, just by the two of you. That's exactly yeah. right. <laughs> no, but like they're, you know, being who they are, they're often home when I'm there. So I have no problem yeah. telling them <laughs> to their right. face because they right. all know me. They're like, oh, they Kirsty's here again. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. What are you going to do, cut her on? And I, let me tell you the funniest thing that my son Owen said, he's 19, and he was like, so mom, would you say that decluttering is your hobby now? <laughs> I'm like, well, it seems to be, darling. I think that's all I ever do. He said, that's all you do is declutter. I said, I think it is. I think that is just my hobby right now is I declutter. So <laughs> It's a hobby that Kirsten and I have never grown out of. Yeah, that's right. So funny. So if you could go back in time to your younger self, what would you say to her in terms oh. of clutter? Well, the first thing I would say is be kinder to yourself. 100% be kinder. I would, I would get in such a bad place about um, beating myself up emotionally and mentally that I just, I couldn't get on top of things. I was homeschooling. My kids were young. My husband traveled probably six or seven months out of the year. So I was alone on my own a lot. And I just felt like I wasn't coping. I wasn't doing what I needed to do. So I would say, just be kind. It's okay to get sad about the clutter. And, and, but that doesn't define me. The clutter does not define me. And I was letting it define me. And so I would say to myself, get the help I need so I can get out of that state of mind, but just baby steps. I would say baby steps as we go along to help not get in that state. And I don't even think I had the ability to think to get help back then, but that's the thing I would say, get help now before you get in such a state where it's so overwhelming. 
get these ladies in to help you start decluttering now. And it will, it will make such a difference to the way you think and the way you function and run your life. It really will. And what are you doing now to serve your future self? What decisions are you making? What actions are you taking? Well, this was probably the first step to serving myself. I really, really believed that I had to get my house back. It was just controlling me way too much. So that was the first and foremost thing was for me to get my house back, get it to work for me. I was working for my house and mm-hmm. that was just, I was had it backwards. I needed to get to my house to work for me. So that is probably, I would say, has brought on a lot more self-esteem and self-worth in realizing I can do it. It's not, it's hard, but it's not too hard. And the rewards are so good. And um, my kids, one of them has moved out and I've got, still have three here, but two of them, um, kind of still need me, you know, as much as teenagers need their parents. Um, so I'm still around for them quite a bit, but I'm really on a journey right now of what is the next thing for me. So I, I don't know. I don't know what's next, but I do know that I feel a whole lot better about what's going to happen in the future. And I did not realize how much of it was tied to my house. Mm, So that is really, it's been an amazing journey through that for sure. Well, it has been such a pleasure getting to know you and hearing your story of transformation. Thank you so much for taking the time out. Kirst, is there anything else you need to sneakily ask Weiss while we're on the record? When am I coming over? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I will be calling you, girlfriend, or texting you, and we will get our next session. It's been so good. It's been so good talking with you guys. I really have appreciated you um, letting me come on your show, and I hope it's encouraged uh, other ladies to, to stop thinking and take the action to give you guys a call. They will greatly appreciate your help. Yeah, just I, you know, I want to be you when I grow up because (laughs) I think that you're an amazing mom, the way that you care for your children, the way that you've served your your family and cared for your husband as well. Like you are, you're who I want to be when I grow up. Oh, bless you. (laughs) Um, And I really have really appreciated being able to walk alongside you on this decluttering journey. Um, Look, you know, it started out as a business thing, but it's become a a lovely friendship. And I am so grateful for who you are too. I really admire you so much. You do great things. Oh, you too. (laughs) It's a little love fest here. It is. (laughs) Now, before we go, we just wanted to give a shout out to a beautiful woman online who is a chatter. So if you um, know what a chatter is, it's a person who listens to Chats 10 Looks 3 podcast, Kerry Hogan-Ross has just so graciously been sharing her love of our podcast on social. So, Kerry, we just wanted to say thank you and shout you out as being um, just a champion for what we do. And we are so grateful for you. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And if you, like Lois, want to have Amy or I come in and serve you in your home um, or do a virtual consult um, with you, which is totally 
possible if you live in the States um, or if you live um, elsewhere in Australia or anywhere in the world. Um, so just contact us at hello at the art of decluttering.com.au um, or hop on our website. Our contact form is working now. <laughs> <laughs> so um, come and contact us there um, or DM us, P, uh, PM us on um, social media um, and we would love to come in and serve you like we've served Lois. Um, so thank you again, Lois, for being um, a wonderful client and a beautiful friend and thank you for um, caring for our listeners by sharing all the gold and wisdom that you've had mm. today. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Bye. bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, we'd love you to leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook so others can find our podcast too. Don't forget you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, artofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.